What Gets Me, with your host, Jeremy Skaggs and Michael Storm. All right, so my aunt had a story that she told me, she, she told me to uh, tell Jane that uh, the time that she went to the bathroom in, in a restaurant, and a lady walked in, and the door opens, and if you know my aunt, she uh, she passes a lot of gas when she goes to the bathroom, and it's loud. So anyways, this lady walks in, the door opens to the bathroom, and you hear my aunt in there. And this lady just literally turned around and ran out the door of the bathroom. And we, we all laughed about it because we knew how my aunt is, but it just brought up the thing that I... Uh, finally just got to the point of where i can go number two in public for the longest time i used to hold it and and now i can actually go poop in public but i have a bad thing about it if i'm in a stall and i'm going to the bathroom if somebody walks in i'll hold it I will literally sit there and wait for this old man with prostate problems to piss for 15 minutes, and I will hold it and not go to the bathroom. And, it, and if, I, if, if, I, if, if it gets to be too bad, I will courtesy flush and try to shit in that two-second flush. I will try to get everything out of my system in one big push while I flush the toilet. Is that fucking pathetic or what? Welcome to another show of What Gets Me. On the phone with me, as always, Mike Storm. Hello. And, of course, I'm your host, Jeremy Skaggs. What Gets Me is the show. Glad you're listening. Uh, asked a question on Facebook was the bad restaurant names that would keep you from eating there. And had quite a few people that uh, answered. I picked um, a few off of there. And uh, it's going to read them to you Um the first place actually is a real place in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Jane Lucy said, Fuzzy Tacos. <laughs> and that, that actually is a real, real restaurant. That's the way I love my, ta- that's the way I love my women, too, by the way. <laughs> Richard Stringham said, Scratchy's Crab Box. <laughs> Fresh seafood. <laughs> yeah. Chad Foreman said, Mama June's Tacos. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder if those come with double chins. Oh. Johnny Travis said, A place called Sloppy Seconds. Mm. That, uh, that's a Sloppy Joe place, I think. Sloppy Seconds. Todd Ryan said, Fuking Chinese Restaurant. That is a real place. <laughs> David Graham said Jeremy's choke and puke. Oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know I had my own restaurant. There's a shout out to uh, the '70s icon uh, Smokey the Bandit. <laughs> Frankie Ravenscroft said, "Fuck you." Fuck <laughs> you. 
you. I'll fuck you too. I think that actually is a real restaurant too. I think he said. Well, uh, up here we have a chicken chain called Cluck You. Cluck You. That's great. Yeah. Are they any good? Yeah, they got like twelve kinds of sauces. They got this one sauce called Terminator. Man, it is hot. Mm. They got boneless Mondays. All you can eat for like ten bucks or something like that. That's not too bad. No. Fid- fries, a biscuit, a drink. Fidel Pearl Vukai. That's how I learned how to say his name when I was announcing him for uh, the PA announcer for the uh, Arkansas Pirates football team. Uh, he's, he said, bulimia is all you can eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> they'll, never, they'll never keep the chain down. <laughs> we got one more. Matt Growl said, Jimmy's Crematorium. You kill him, we grill him. Bionic Burgers, a colonrific collection of food. New shakes. Mmm, my razzleberry snot is amazing. <laughs> my bunghole blowout is awesome. And now, add on an order of jalapeno pecker poppers for only 69 cents. Bionic Burgers. Mmm. Happy birthday. Celebrity birthdays for today, August 26, 2018. Mike, you know how this game is played. I'm going to mention the celebrity. You're going to try to guess an, uh, the age closest to, if you can. Well, I just want to go on saying I suck this game. Well, we only got really four on here. Um, one of them's no longer with us, and you just kind of got to guess what her age would be. Um, Huh? Speaking of that, you told me someone passed today. Oh, yeah, yeah, Senator uh, John McCain. Thank you for your service, sir. Melissa McCarthy. I want to say she's like 45. Pretty close, 47. Oh, okay. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, he's still alive? Yes. Okay, give me an age. 40. 37. Stand-up comedian and pretty good one at that, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Mulaney. Oh, Mulaney. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he did a lot of writing on a couple different shows. Yeah, Saturday Night Live, too, for one of them. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's probably in his mid-40s, about 45, 46. 35. Oh, bitch. And the one that she kind of got a guess of how old she would be if she's still alive, Mother Teresa. One hundred and eight. My ass, I hate this game. Alright, so you're always getting me on those birthdays, which we've done this now a couple of times, and I think maybe I've gotten two out of all the ones we've done. <laughs> yeah, something like so, that. I got 
top ten in my mind movie lines that once you hear them, you should pretty much know the movie. Okay. Okay, so, all right, here we go. By, um, off the record, thanks for saving my life. Off the record, you're welcome. Mm. I think you told me this one. Dustin Hoffman and Gina Davis. Okay, Dustin Hoffman, Gina Davis. Dustin Hoffman, Gina Davis. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't know. Hero. Hero. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, we went to sleep. Number nine. We're gonna get a bigger boat. Jaws. Yes, sir. Number eight. You make me want to be a better man. You make me want to be... Was that Batman? No, it was Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. Um, you make me want to be a better man. I don't know, man. As good as it gets. Oh, okay. All right. Um, number seven. Billy, you are not a god. Why don't you pull the trigger and find, find out. out? Young Guns 2. Yes, sir. Good movie. Oh, yeah. Good soundtrack. Oh, my God, one of the best. Yeah, Bon Jovi did that whole soundtrack. That movie was good. And I know that they don't go together, but one of my all-time favorite songs in the world is One Better Alive. Yeah, that could have that could have actually been used for that, I think. Yeah, I used to love that when I used to drive a cat at night. Steel horse I ride. Um, Okay. We got a tank full of gas, a half a pack of cigarettes, it's nighttime, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. <laughs> Blues Brothers. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. I'm still serious. Batman. Dark, yes, Dark Knight. Yes, sir. I want Best Joker outside of Jack Nicholson. I, I, I think I think he actually beat Jack Nicholson's Joker on that. I, I thought Heath Ledger was amazing in that movie. That's the last movie I've seen in the theater. I have not gone back to the movie theater since that movie. So that's like 2008 or 2009. Well, it was it was a, yeah, it was an excellent. That excellent. that movie that movie started off right off the bat with action. Right off the bat of that movie, man, they did they didn't hold nothing back. It started off action wise. And what was so cool was that the plot that Joker had, he told each individual person to take out the next person. Yeah, yeah. So, and a timing where he just drove right out and got in with the buses, and I couldn't tell which one he was. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty good. I I really did like that movie. All right, uh, we're down to number four. I'm Hunkerberg. Tombstone. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Number three. One hit. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the radio. Don't worry. No one's listening. Major League. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, one hit. Uh, all right, um, number two. Every time I try and get out, they pull me back in. 
Every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. I should know this, I'm sure, but I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Godfather. Okay. Okay. Alright, number one. Yippee ki yay, Subway. Dunkable, dippable sandwiches. All sandwiches come with OU. Whether you want it or not, we don't care. Mmm, moist. Welcome back, everybody, to What Gets Me. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Hey, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, I've been handed this from one of our stage hands here. Uh, hold on, let me, let me read this. Uh, oh, oh, you're not going to believe this. Claire Penis was just bought out. The new CEO, Reginald Van Gleeson, has changed the name from Planner's Nuts to These Nuts. So go out and grab a bag of These Nuts. I'll stand near you. <laughs> these Nuts. Grab These Nuts. Take These Nuts home. Put These Nuts in your mouth. Enjoy these nuts. <laughs> these are nuts. And now they come in chocolate flavor too. These chocolate nuts with sea salt. <laughs> these salty chocolate nuts. Salty chocolate nuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a list here. Of, if everybody knows, uh, try to keep up with some stuff, newer news and everything. This past week, Jim Parsons walked away from the negotiating table for Big Bang Theory uh, after 11 seasons. They were wanting two more seasons. He walked away from about a million dollars an episode and all together about $50 million. The show, the show still averages 18.6 million viewers, and he walked away from it. Um, I, I got a list of what other actors and actresses that walked away from good rated TV shows. All right. Um, I mean, what do you think about it? You know, after 11 seasons, him playing the same character for pretty much say the last 11 or 12 years, the show's had a spinoff, uh, young Sheldon, which he does the, uh, the voiceover for the show. Um, um, Say you work at Taco Bell, all right, and you work at Taco Bell for years and years and years and years, and whenever people see you out there, that's all they say, yo, Taco Bell man, Taco Bell man, Taco Bell man. He's tired of playing the same character. No matter how much money you put up on him, he's still an artist. Artist has to create, he feels there's no more room. Where's Sheldon going to go? He's got married. He has the wife. What else can he do other than work on some scientific stuff? Or there's no more room. There's no place for a show to go. Why not let it go out on top? Yeah, I I like the show, but I, I guess I guess you, I could see where you're coming from because. I don't really know what else they could do with the show. It's still pretty funny. Um, 
I know there are some people out there, I've seen it on Facebook, that people are just like so happy that the show's actually ending. So I guess I guess maybe some people think it's overstayed, it's welcome, I guess. I don't know. Um, I still like the show. Oh, I, I love the show. I think it's very funny, very well written. Um, and, it's kind of, and it comes from the same people who did Mike and Molly, Two and a Half Men. Right. Um, you know, uh, other, other people that left uh, high-rated shows, uh, Cal Penn left uh, House, uh, and he went actually joined the White House uh, in the uh, the Obama administration when he left House. I think he left after like season two or something like that and went to actually work with Obama. And then he came back to do How I Met Your Mother. Okay, yeah, I think he, yeah, you're right. I think he was on there. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Maloney left uh, Law and Order SVU after 12 years. Again, 12 years. I mean, how many times can you sit there and say, he jammed his penis down that old man's throat? The <laughs> Officer Stabler turned in his badge and his gun and said, that's it, I'm done. I'm done. I'm taking the Billy Club. I'm taking the glue. I'm going home. T.R. Knight left Grey's Anatomy after his screen time was cut on the show, and then they killed him off on the show. He actually got hit by a bus. Never saw the show. Never liked the show. Never cared about the show. I, you know, whatever. I've, I've watched a lot of that show. Uh, what? Uh, well, when you're married and you have somebody that uh, takes control of the Netflix, you kind of got to watch what they watch, especially when you only got one TV in the house. Uh, to- Toper Grace left that 70s show after seven seasons because, well, he didn't need the money. And what is he doing now? Well, I mean, I read the interview and it said that he was married, he had a nice house, and he just thought to himself, he's like, man, I, I got enough money, I-, I think I've done enough with the show, enough with the character, I don't really need the money, and he walked away from it, and the Myers, they had one of the Myers boys, uh, Seth's brother, I think, stepped in to play, not Eric, but he stepped in to play another character, kind of took Eric's place on the show, and by then, I think the show was pretty much done, because I just, I didn't find it really funny anymore, Kelso was a cop, um, Fez was still Fez, and I don't know, it just, it wasn't the same, really. I noticed you're not mentioning a certain person, which I'm glad you're not mentioning because I find this man, I used to love him, but I find him a very impulsive, disgusting human being. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to mention the name. Never know. You never know who's listening to the show. And then Jerry Seinfeld left Seinfeld after being offered $5 million an episode. And left us one of the most lame, oh. stupid, freaking ending. Yes. Outside of Sopranos. That, uh, well, I, to be honest, I've never seen the series finale of The Sopranos, and, you know, it'll never never come back because, well, I mean, you know, he's gone now. and But, uh, yeah. And then we all got together at a diner, and supposedly they were sitting there eating dinner, and then while they were eating dinner, I guess people were trying to not ready to come in. I don't know. That just went off. It was just... Yeah, it kind of lets you think of your own ending, I guess. Seinfeld, though, I think could have ended on a better note. He wanted it to end on a high note, but the last episode I just thought was very... I, 
Yeah, well, I, I just thought it sucked. I just thought it was like, okay, they're left in a jail cell sitting there arguing and bickering over the same crap they always do, you know? But I do understand one thing. If you if you get deeper into the episode and you, and you kind of look between the lines the way he's written it, he basically punished these four people for all the years of rudeness and stupid stuff they've done outside in the real world by having all these other people come back and send them to jail. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why he that's why he ended it, I guess. I mean that's one way of looking at it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just very disappointing really all in all for such a great show, just the, the kind of the last episode I just thought wasn't the best. But oh, come on, man! You know how you know how much I love that show. Yeah. What happened? We got home from vacation, and John went downstairs, and he stepped in some water. Oh my God! The humanity. And I got downstairs, and I stepped in about four or five inches of water. Come to find out, the uh, the valve uh, broke on our water heater. And we had company coming over, her relatives, and she was pregnant and about ready to break her own water. What was I going to do? Well, at Manstand Insurance, we helped them. We helped get rid of the water. We fixed the water heater. And we even fixed his wife. We dammed the canal. Manstand Insurance, fighting for you. There when you need us. They forced down our throats as kids. I have a couple interesting facts here. Uh, one, since we're getting into fall, uh, we got that uh, lucky con man Columbus. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Back in 1492, he sailed the ocean blue. Uh, he blew yeah. something. <laughs> he must have been on something, man, because, you know, he's... He couldn't tell where he was at. He didn't know where he was going. And then when he got there, he couldn't tell how he got back there. <laughs> but yet, he's one of the most famous people. He discovered America. So he discovered that if you make a wrong turn and you have a famous name, you're going down history as one of the greats. That's what he discovered. <laughs> All right. On to the next one here. Our friend Ben Franklin, at the tender age of 70, would go down to Boston Harbor, naked, and float around the harbor tied to a big kite. Was it tied to his penis? No, yeah, probably. He went to his nutsack or something. He was a wild one, that guy. <laughs> yeah, didn't you tell me he also wrote a book about farts? Oh, yeah. I, I wish I could remember the proper name of the book, but yeah, the, the funniest thing about that was you, you have to figure, okay, we're just coming out of this Revolutionary War so, you know, this is like the 1780s or something like that. And, and, and the British, they're so popular, they're so uh, 
truck are and things in GT and all that, and he's sitting there explaining to these people how he eats Brussels sprouts or ice cream, how the difference in smell between what he eats. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. I swear you can look it up. I, I, I promise you, you can go and look it up. I just, you got to look at Ben, ben Franklin Book of Farts. And there's a whole story on how he went to the London Medical Board. And these are all doctors. And he read his book to them. Do you remember we had a store as kids that was named Benjamin Franklin's? Yeah, Ben Franklin's. Yeah, Ben. Um, there's a pizza place in there now, right now. What, what was Ben Franklin's? What what kind of store was it? I'm trying to remember. Ben Franklin basically was, uh, I want to say, like Fred's. Oh, okay. So it was it was like a kind of like a dollar store type thing. Dollar store, cheap store. You know, they had pretty much everything. Yeah, it was probably if you want to say the first discount store. Uh, and, the, and then right across the way was A and P, and then Soft uh, Pharmacy, and the State and Store. The State Store was there too. The liquor store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The State Store. Yep. Yeah. Oh, here's a here's a fun fact. Ever since Pennsylvania decided to do medical marijuana, they stopped calling state store state store and turned them to liquor stores. <laughs> well, there've always been liquor stores down here in Arkansas. Yeah, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is just really weird. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. A quick side note. You know what's funny? When you think about the first 13 original colonies, you think they would be the Commonwealth states, right? Mm-hmm. There's one Commonwealth state that was far down south that I did not even... Kentucky is a Commonwealth state. Really? Yeah. Huh. How about that? I, I had no idea. I just found that out not too recently. So what, uh, what, uh, what is the last one? Ah, yeah. Sorry, I digress. Um, okay. When... Uh, when General Grant was president and he was in the White House as sitting president, he would also he would often uh, challenge other people to drag racing with horse and buggies down Pennsylvania Avenue. So Grant was our first uh, uh, what do you call it streetcar outlaw. Yeah, yeah. It was fa- <laughs> Fast and Furious with horse and buggy. Could you? Could you? I mean, just for a second. Can you imagine the, the beat cop that wrote the ticket up? I mean, he, at first you don't, he didn't know it was the president. So he walks up there, what the hell? Hey, Mr. President, how are you, sir? You know, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know if they even, like, did they write tickets back then? And how are, how are they clocking speed? Yeah, they, they, I don't know how they're clocking the speed, but I mean, if you see two horses going... The same way, really fast, and you have guys yelling, whipping, and hollering, someone's getting a ticket. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, that's just funny. I, I know, knowing General Grant, how fair a person he was, he probably sit there and say, go ahead, son, write it up. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my fun little facts that you wouldn't learn in high school. All right, one last thing before we go. I asked another question on Facebook. Had a couple of them up there this week. What games did you play as a kid? Um, For us, we grew up uh, in a trailer park. 
uh, in northeast Pennsylvania in the Poconos. And, uh, do what? I said, we ain't straight out of Compton, we straight out of the trailer. Yep. And uh, we always had a, a group of kids around our house, and we used to play uh, football and baseball, kickball and tag and sled riding. Yeah, sled riding was the funnest thing when we get all the snow up there. It was so cool because we got to be, like, I remember jumping on the back of the, on the back of the sled and sliding down the road on my belly and we pretend that I was getting dragged by bad guys and I had tried to get in the car to help people out or we could do Dukes of Hazard off the side of the hill and And we always we always had people you were you were the general Lee going down the thing and then we'd have other people come after you like they were the cops, we'd always end up crashing. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Half the time, they, you know, they, I remember one time, I think it was Paul Gerhardt or Wayne Muffley. They were chasing me as Roscoe. And I think he did it on purpose. He took a left, he just went right over the other side of the hill, like, what? Yeah. Or at least, at least we hope so, because I don't know that we had some pretty, pretty steep hills. At least that's how they felt when we were kids. <laughs> He's hanging there by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had some people write in, uh, David Murray played kickball. David Adams played doctor, you dirty, dirty boy. Uh, Daryl Wilds played Batman. Oh, I played Spider-Man. Um, if you remember where our trailer was at on a second tier, um, Gilbert would always, that was the, 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 um, the landlord there, he always moved trailers in up and down, and sometimes they would take, and take stuff off the trailer like a roof and one time they laid a whole roof out alongside the hill and it had shingles on it and I remember you could climb up the side it looked like you're climbing up a side of a house or a roof and then when you get to the top you could just step off and you go on a second tier so I remember playing Spider-Man when I come home from school all the time it looked like you were like Spider-Man walking up the field. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm probably... Did you get the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how about... Did you ever do this? Start at the porch and then run off the side of the hill and jump off? Just, just run and jump over the hill? Maybe when it had snow. Snow? Remember keeping Stevie Overpack? Yeah, I remember Stevie. Okay. Stevie Ortec and I, we, he just moved in, and we were like boozing buddies, and we were running and jumping off the side of the hill during the summertime. Now, back then, that the hills up there were covered in these real thick uh, lines, you know, so it was kind of soft when you landed on them. It didn't hurt, no matter how far you jumped. So we would jump, and one time, I remember, we were jumping on the side closest to Mrs. Green's side of the street. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I do, yeah. Okay, and I ran pretty much where Carl's house is, and when I jumped, Stevie jumped at the same time, and we landed right on the horn's nest. Oh! I remember, this is when I found out I was allergic to bees, I had 50 stung, I had 50 stings in my head, 30 or 40 in my stomach, my legs. Stevie got it worse. 
because Stevie, as soon as I ran, he pushed me out, and he fell on top of He was pushing me out. He fell on top of it again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, so the first thing he did, he saw me, and I was in covering him, and when he landed, he just pushed me out, and then he ran on top of him again. So he got the, he got four. But yeah, I remember mom taking both of us, spraying us down, and she was sitting there t- taking all the damn these things out, and all of a sudden I started getting sick. Did you, yeah, did you have to end up going to the hospital? Yeah, Elaine, uh, Kevin, Kevin Blue ran that. We went to, we made the Pocono like, it seemed like 10 minutes. Well, that means, so. that, that's, that's the type of games we played, people. We were tough. Anyways, thanks for everybody that answered the questions this week. I'm sorry I didn't get to all of them, but I appreciate you guys answering them. I'll have some more questions up this week on Facebook for next week's show. Mike, anything else you want to add? I just want to say thank you, Mom and Dad, for a great childhood. 